0: Coming up on, did you count? I have like two or three. <laughs>
1: I had to actually go back and be like, oh no, I'm going to start taking notes here because we're like, we're just, we're just in it now. We
0: got like two, tree coming up on. <laughs> <Totally. laughs>
1: Hi, Jillian Benzavalli. Hi, Patrick Hines. Hey, fam. We are in the swing of our spring-summer tour. Yeah. Look, I gotta tell you, Denver, we're coming to you July 13th. I just look at the map. We're almost out of tickets. (gasps) And then Chicago, July 15th at the Vic. We are once again almost out of tickets. They are both almost sold out. So if you want to come and see us, please do. Come hang out. Nashville, tomorrow, if you're hearing this the day this comes out, I will be doing my traveling book party at City Winery tomorrow night. Fun. I love it. So It's such a fun show. I'm auctioning off a copy of my book at all of the shows, come and see me. Come and hang out with me in Nashville. I love it there. I can't wait. It's going to be so much fun. And fam, one more quick thing before we get into it. Join us on the Patreon. If you want more Jillian and me, that's where you can find over 350 full ad-free bonus episodes. Yeah. It's just more of this but ad-free and just even zanier.
0: Yeah, so recently we did like both seasons of Wild Crime yes. is on there. We just did the Tetris murders. We're doing the Fatal Attraction murder now. Yes. We did like Bad Vegan and Going all the way Lorena.
1: back. We've got like Making a Murderer, The Staircase, The Jinx. Even, the Jinx. All this crazy, episodic stuff on, yeah. like, all the cable channels. Yeah. So go find us there. You can also find ad-free episodes of these. Also, after parties, which are just, like, hang sessions with me and Jillian that we do twice a month.
0: Q&As. q as give you advice, whatever. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, girl. What are we talking about today?
0: So this is—you know that show Beyond the Headlines? Yes. This is the Carlina White story. It's not like a show that every once in a while they'll do, like, oh, here's a Beyond the Headlines yeah. story. And this is Carlina White. Oh,
1: I'll give you a, a little tidbit. Back in the day when I was trying to think of a podcast to make with Daisy Egan, before we even started True Crime Obsessed— We were going to do like a true crimey, whatever, something with our friend Louis Peitzman. Yes. We recorded one episode and it was about this case. No way. Yeah, It was like the three of us talking about the Carlina White. It's a
0: wild case. It's a very, very, very wild case.
2: It's a story of grief. Will you please bring my baby back, please? (laughs) And longing.
3: Carlina would always be on my mind every day
2: betrayal where
3: did you get me from she destroyed my life and my family and discovery
4: now to an unbelievable reunion
5: she made this happen herself she's
2: the hero in this
4: I got my answers now to things that happened in my life
2: but Carlina White's newfound family faced some hard realities now for the first time on television Carlina, her birth parents, and the family that raised her tell the true story behind a
1: reunion that captivated the world. I guess we'll just start with this coming up on. We learned that sure. in January 2011, an assistant in a hair salon near Atlanta learns that she is really Carlina White. Yeah. And she'd been abducted as an infant from Harlem Hospital 23 years earlier. And it's just like, we get the sense right away that the reunion with her birth family doesn't go great. Yeah. And honestly, like, how could it? I You know, know what I mean? It's like. We'll get there when we get there. As an adoptive parent, I guess I have adjacent feelings to all of okay. this stuff. Like, it's very sad. And I have an update. It took me a while to find an update at the end. Oh, yeah. I found one, too. Okay, yeah. good. We'll, we'll find out. But this girl was kidnapped. She's reunited with her birth family. The birth family who'd been looking for her since the minute she was taken. Yeah. And somehow it doesn't go great.
0: All right. So let's dive in. Yeah. Joy White is Carlina's mom.
2: Yes. Joy White was 16 years old in 1987 when she found out she was pregnant by her then-boyfriend, 22-year-old Carl Tyson. Yep,
1: <laughs> Gotta talk, gotta do some math. Now, Carl is here and maybe my favorite person in this documentary. Joy is here. They're both yeah, here. They're they both are not here. together
0: anymore, but no, they're here.
1: And when they find out that they're pregnant, like, they're both super excited. They go right to her parents. They, like, everyone wants the baby. They seem to be in a good relationship. But he's 22 and she's 16 yeah. and no one says anything.
0: I know, because I guess it was okay, but, like, I don't know. I, yeah. I mean, it was uh, their relationship, was, you know, I it don't know. It was
1: what it was. And Carl is here and, like, has a whole other family now and very much wanted Carlina right. and really loved. Joy, like, he's like seems like a great dude, but holy shit.
0: Yeah. So that's the thing. So that's the
1: thing. That so we just have to say. We, yeah. just, we gotta say.
0: So Joy was sick and tired of being pregnant. She was two <laughs> weeks past <laughs> her due date. Listen. I
1: can't imagine. I, I get it. I am definitely one of those gay guys who's like, I, if I could be pregnant, I would be. Uh-huh. If I could... <laughs> <laughs> Why? I mean, I, just one Again, of those, I'm sorry. One I don't of those mean men, to. Like, no, and it's, you know, I mean, as an adoptive parent, and I'm just speaking for myself, maybe all adoptive parents don't feel this way, but, like, I wish, like, I wasn't in the, in the room when Daisy was born. Uh-huh. I, I have this belief that when I die, I get to go and witness her birth or something. Amazing. And, like, if I could have carried Daisy, I would have. I would have been an absolute fucking nightmare the whole yes. time. I would have been starving yeah. always. My feet would have hurt. Yeah. It would have been a constant rubbing situation right. of feet at my house. Yes. Oh, God. But, <laughs> <Woof>. <laughs> I'm just Woof. saying, Joy, they say, the narrator says it was a very long pregnancy. I'm like, well, aren't they all about the same? I mean, 9 months is, is
2: very, very
3: long.
1: By July 15th, Joy had had enough. I
3: got tired of being pregnant. So uh, what I did was I walked all the way from 125th Street and Broadway, and I walked down to 34th Street. And then
1: after that, I went into labor. <laughs> And I had her. <laughs> Fam, if you don't know how far that is, that's like three miles. Yeah. She walks in 18 months pregnant. Is it three miles? I don't know. Isn't it like a mile is like 33 blocks?
0: No. Or 23 blocks? I just walk ever. It doesn't matter. I don't know.
1: Three <laughs> Wait, miles I'm, I'm seems like it. way
0: too, way too long. No.
1: Oh, it's at least three miles. It, Google Maps says if you walk from 125th and Broadway to 34th and Broadway, it says 6.2 wow. miles. I am I so— I was wrong by half.
0: By half. Yeah.
1: I was wrong by triple. 6.2. Okay. Yeah. I, I like Joy a lot. I think she, there might be a little Patrick Hines hyperbole in this story. She,
0: but she induces labor, and I think that was her point. She <laughs> right. was like, "Just yeah. I'll just walk to the nearest hospital, and when she's not out of me by then, I'll walk to the next one, and the next one, I'll just keep 6. walking.
1: 6.2 miles. I'm calling mild bullshit. Oh, my God. Well, I also <laughs> don't
0: walk. know anything about anything, but I, I yeah. specifically am very bad with numbers. I can't guess age, height, weight, uh-huh. time, distance. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, can you
1: imagine being like nine months pregnant and walking six? Can you imagine being fit as a fiddle and walking six miles? Uh, I can't imagine a whole lot of things. No. <laughs> Especially how long six miles
0: really is.
1: You know, Steve and I once walked the entire length of Broadway. We started all the way on the other side of the river in the Bronx, and we walked all the way down to Battery Park. You
0: started in the Bronx?
1: We did to cross the bridge over into Manhattan in Inwood, and we walked, And it took us like 13 hours, and but we did it, the you whole sh- thing.
0: You should do the opposite and then end up in the Bronx and go to Arthur Avenue. Okay,
1: great. As a reward. Is that the Italian food area?
0: Yes, it's where I lived.
1: Oh, my God. So she goes into labor. Her and Carl are at the hospital. And, and, like, to be clear, after
0: walking, like, that induced the labor. That's why we know about this story.
1: Yep. Carl comes right on down. They name the baby Carlina, first name for Carl, the the dad, and the second is Joy's middle name.
0: Yeah. Carlina Renee White. Yeah. And so Joy and Carl are absolutely thrilled.
1: Over the moon. Carl just wants to take the baby to the park. And it's so funny because when Daisy came to us, that was my first thought, too. I cannot wait to take this baby to the park and show it the fuck off.
0: stroller and be I, like, yes. look. but that's what happened so Elizabeth White is Carlina's grandmother and she's just
3: saying like we all used to just stand there and look at her you know what I'm talking about what a beautiful little girl very pretty always smiling but she had some lungs on her she used to cry 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 a whole lot she would cry and
1: cry and, and there's
0: cry. like and i'm like i think that usually that happens a lot like yeah. i always think about you Dana know was
1: pretty quiet really for a kid that's grown up to be kind of mouthy <laughs> she was pretty
0: quiet well the thing is everyone listening yeah. at home you don't have to be loud to make a point that's true
1: <laughs> yeah i'm just saying yeah yeah yeah
0: so Carlina is 19 days old and she gets a 104 degree fever. Yeah. And this must be fucking terrifying.
1: I literally wrote like, this is so scary. Like
0: when you have a little baby and something. I know like I'm. I know that I don't know, but friends of mine have yeah. had this moment where you just are like, is this one of those normal scary Can things I tell to do you, or is it like a scary, scary thing?
1: When Daisy was a baby and she was in foster oh, care, we is... could not make this, we could not make medical decisions for her. So one time Daisy had a 103 degree temperature at two in the morning and we had to call the emergency number at the, agency to ask if we could take her to the hospital ask permission to save this little baby's life we had given her Tylenol or whatever you give a kid with a fever and they told us no they told us not to bring the baby to the hospital And we didn't And she was fine She was totally fine And that just like happens with
0: little babies right They get fevers they I get... mean I only Is remember that that it
1: being that bad one time But okay. can you imagine Like they told us not to bring her to the hospital
0: I wonder what their reasoning could possibly have been I
1: don't know But we didn't go But you know they get her to the hospital And they learn that she, that Carlina swallowed some fluid during the birth Yeah And that now like whatever the effect of that Was that she now has a serious fever
0: It's like she has a little infection and I'm like, oh, this little teeny tiny peanut. I, I just like, they don't know With and no they, can't, immune system. they can't like communicate yeah. and they just know that they're like, where the, f- I was like nice and warm and cozy in the I thing know. and now I'm here <laughs> and what the fuck? Like you, everyone's really nice to me. Everyone's looking at me a lot. Like that part's kind of fun. But I know. Ow. And Joy,
1: the mom is only 16 and she yeah. finds out they've got to keep the baby overnight. She's beside herself. And so
0: they're at Harlem Hospital, which is where Carlina was born. So they're back there and they're only, you know, it's 19 days ago. So yes. whatever.
2: As Joy cried in the hallway, outside the pediatric ward a woman dressed in white comforted her she came up to me she
3: see me crying and she came up to me and said don't cry here's a piece of tissue don't worry everything is going to be okay and um she kind of made me feel better you know at that time because I was like so upset I didn't know what to do.
0: She's like, I just remember this woman in white, like, you know, like a nurse and it's just just like, you know, hey, like, how's it going? You know what you should do? Just go home and get some rest. Like, there's nothing you can do in this state. Like, just get a little bit of sleep and then come back.
1: And again, Joy is 16. She's just doing what the grown-ups and the medical professionals are telling her to do. I don't blame her for this at all, obviously.
0: Yeah, if I was terrified and didn't know what to do, which is about 99.9% of the time, (laughs) if some like nice nurse was like, hey, sweetheart, we got this, you go
1: home and take a nap.
0: Like, you can not Help her if you're in this state. I'd be like, okay, well, all I want to do is help her. So I don't yeah. know. I'm 16. Here we go. So Joy is home. She's getting some rest. She's
1: at her mom's house. Yeah.
0: And two cops knock on the door.
1: The mom answers it, sees the cops, and her first thought was, Did Carolina die? Which
0: is, I mean, she's all of us. Like yeah. she's she's dead. Like, why are you Like, what the fuck? Uh-huh, like it can uh-huh. only mean one thing. But it's like almost worse. is missing.
1: The cops say to the to the grandmother, <sighs> no, somebody took her. Joy is hysterical. She calls Carl. She's trying to explain it to him through sobs. It right. makes no sense to Carl. Can you, if there's one place on earth you would think your baby would be safe and be in the a hospital. It's the hospital. You and know? Joy says
0: as much. Yeah. So everyone is a wreck. They all go back to the hospital. That Joy maybe left I'm, an hour ago yes. at the
1: yes. most. Yes.
0: There are cops everywhere. There are helicopters. The dogs are sniffing around. It was an all-hands-on-deck situation because of, like, as it should have been, right? And they
1: say they have a big meeting with the hospital, but nobody knew anything to which I'm like fucking what? I know it's 1987 but come on. Thank the lord this didn't happen to my baby. Oh my God. <laughs> Can, I would own that hospital. Patrick Hines Memorial Hospital in oh, Harlem Jesus is what it would be Christ. called. Now. <laughs> I can't decide. I cannot decide what that Jesus Christ is I about. I can't either. Are, honestly, <laughs> look. Are you scared for the hospital staff? Are you sad for me? Are you really worried for? I can't. Are you worried for Daisy? I cannot figure out. <laughs> I'm
0: spiraling. If I'm honest with you. <laughs> Because I just can't believe, because if it's still happening, like, at this point, it, this should just have never happened. And we'll get into why it should never have happened. Well,
1: and she's saying, like, they're going through, like, the course of events of the night. They're, like, questioning Joy, the mom. And she remembers the nurse who came and sat well, it was her. the last
0: thing that happened to yeah.
1: her. It turned out many people in the hospital had seen the woman hanging around,
2: especially in the pediatric ward. Parents thought she worked there. Staff members thought she was a parent or a volunteer. I really thought she was a nurse. So I mean, she was dressed just like a nurse, but she had her name tag parents
0: are all like oh yeah you mean that woman like milling around the pediatric ward I remember her I mean
1: this is the thing we're gonna get a statistic later that like these infant abductions don't happen very often they happen way too much as far as I'm concerned I mean one is too much right but like the idea that this woman who we will learn is not a nurse does not work at the hospital is not a parent who just had a baby is milling about the nursery at the hospital what what on earth everyone goes to jail Everyone for the rest of their lives and
0: staff members were like I thought you as a volunteer or I maybe know. a parent
1: I don't know and the but parents are like, like I thought she worked like, like what again I know it's
0: 1987 yes. but that's more but like technology it's not the technology. 1887 right that's what I mean it's, it's like a technology fine but like no ID tags
1: I mean no like you could just sort of be there you could I mean and once again if an infant abduction has happened one other time yeah. in American history there should be bars on every door
0: and I feel like this woman was as obvious as Heath Ledger as the nurse yeah. as the Joker where yeah, it's just like totally. that's not a real nurse <laughs> Exactly, but still, like gets onto the bus and like wreaks havoc anyway. Like, how did, how was she just allowed to
1: do this? I absolutely cannot fathom. And when we find out what they sue the hospital for and win, it's not nearly enough. No, no, no.
0: So Ernie Allen is here. Ernie is here from the Center for Missing and Exploited Children. Yeah. And he's like, look, this is what these people do, okay? I they mean, go to hospitals and birthing centers. They walk through the halls. They target babies. And I'm like, Ernie?
1: Ernie, like, that's a little too much information too quickly, girl. A too cavalier. It's a, just like, like I, I, if we know this, it's like the floodlights. If right. we know the known dumping grounds, how are we not plowing that forest and putting it in floodlights? Yeah. If we know that people go to hospitals and nurseries to steal babies how do we not have every safety protocol in place yes. I'm not how?
0: saying we need like facial recognition or yes, like, no, or like I fingerprint it. It I mean me. today we yes. do I'm talking 1987 okay. can you yes. give her a little plastic laminate didn't
1: they make Terminator 2 that year they could do anything
0: is that when that was on? no
1: that's like a 90s thing but still was we 87 that
0: desperately seeking Susan probably
1: Okay. <laughs> which shows you how low tech things really we can were can get
0: shit done <laughs> So the cops are asking the community and it's so heartbreaking because the only thing they have is like the one photo of a 19 day old Carlina and like no one's going to recognize that photo. It's just so heartbreaking. They're saying
1: like time is the enemy, especially in the case of a missing child, especially, especially in the case of an infant or a newborn. And like, remember the story I told, I told a story in the after party about when we were in Hawaii and Daisy vanished on the beach. Like we were all together and then she wasn't there. And it took like three minutes for us to find her. And I know this fact that time is the enemy. And all I can do is think about how like I live here now and every single person who's on this beach is coming home with me because you're all witnesses. Like it's, that is such a terrifying thought that we all know is true that time is like oh my god where's the baby
0: yeah so we have a good news bad news situation the good news is that good
1: news Pennsylvania they
0: did have cameras
2: (laughs) when the woman in white left Harlem Hospital there were security cameras in place but they weren't working that left very little information to go on.
0: I mean, and the bad news. I mean, I know is that they just weren't working. I
2: mean,
1: to which I said, death penalty be sued. for everybody. You, they
0: should be sued. The cameras at a hospital—they should always be working. Now, I'm not like pro like police state and Big Brother. What? I'm just Why? saying.
1: Why? Suddenly, like if there's babies going missing from hospitals. Police state we, everywhere. I
0: don't. I. We can't. We just have to do better, and Ugh. we can't like go to any extreme. If a hot, if like a security camera. Or we can stop camera, stealing babies. You know like, what I mean? That's I don't the understand. other option. Yeah,
1: put us out of work everybody and no <laughs> one
0: wants to hold this fucking woman her name is Anne no one wants to hold her accountable it's wild to me I know
1: so anyway, well, Joy wants to hold her accountable. And I'll hold her accountable. Which is the crux of why this ends badly. Oh, oh God. Yeah.
0: So Joy and Carl help others. Like, d- they develop a police sketch. And they found, like, a mugshot who kind of looks like the sketch, like the sketch of the nurse. And yep. she didn't do it. She had this airtight alibi. And there are no leads at all.
1: But then Carl is saying, Carl the dad is like, so they tell us there's no leads, but I wonder if I was a person with money, would that have made a difference? Of course it would or have. Or if they were white, of and course. Of course. That's the fucking sad, hard reality here. Yeah, you yeah. Know? a
0: lot of... Yeah, they were failed in many ways. Uh,
1: Essentially, they say, like, they looked for five minutes, and then there was no leads, and they just stopped looking. And, like, Joy says it. Carl says it. Like, did they just forget about us? Did they just give up? And, like, yes. Yeah, I think they just thought, like, oh, this is impossible. Next. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is impossible. What should be impossible is stealing a baby from a hospital. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. So, like, but hospitals weren't really thinking about this, which means that there were several infant abductions in the late 80s. Were there, like, 10,000? No, but if there's
1: one, it's too many. But that's what I'm saying. And they say that, like, all of these abductions would follow the same pattern.
5: Typically, the abductor was someone, almost always a woman, who would walk into the hospital, find a smock hanging up in a closet, pick the baby up. Out of a bassinet in the mother's room or in the nursery, walk off the floor, out of the hospital, out of their lives.
0: So she wasn't just, like, dressed, ready to
1: go? and Just, like, acting like she owns the place? Put every nurse outfit under lock and key. Like. You know what I mean? Because, like, a a nurse uniform, it's a permission badge to be walking out of the room with a baby. Which is what they would do. They would just walk into a room, pick up a baby, and walk out the door. Yeah. And, like, he says walk out of the room, out of the hospital, and out of their lives. That's just
0: out into the fucking world. So 16-year-old Joy is trying to keep this case alive. She's doing every interview. The poor thing.
1: I mean, I cannot. Not a mess, 16 years old. And
0: like it just, you know, it destroys you. Like she's begging and pleading people to listen to her. She couldn't sleep. She's taking sleeping pills. She's just like self-medicating. What is she supposed to do? And we
1: see some of the news interviews that she gave back yes. in the day. She can't oh, get through God. them without it's sobbing. Heartbreaking. It's it's a wreck.
0: So Joy and the family are left to figure this all out on their own. Yeah. And now we kind of go back and we learn what happened. Right. So this woman's name is Anne Petway. She's from Bridgeport, Connecticut, which is like 60 miles northeast of New York City. If you told me if it was 600, I'd probably believe you.
1: <laughs> Bad with numbers. I've been to Bridgeport a bunch of times. Oh, what's, it's, what's going on at Bridgeport? Uh, Bridgeport is nice. Oh. Like I used to have a friend who lived in Westport, which was the town next over. Is
0: it a bridge town? Is there like a lot of water there? I
1: don't know, actually. Water? Okay. in like Connecticut. Probably some water. Sure. Okay,
0: great. Not like it matters. Anne sucks. <laughs> Anne had left town for a few months and her family was under the impression that she was pregnant. So then she comes back a few months later with a baby and everyone's like, oh,
1: can okay. I, can we just say though, the premeditation here, yes. she was telling her family that she was pregnant months before she ended up kidnapping this baby. Right. Knowing that she was going to go out and kidnap a baby.
0: Yeah. I don't. I also don't know how you like fake a pregnancy. Is that, well, is that a thing you can do? I, I mean, if you're
1: just kind of like, whatever you know, if you're like I'm pregnant and no one's gonna ask who's gonna ask any questions
0: I feel like people ask a lot of questions
1: (laughs) but I mean I don't know people have
0: to wear shirts that say ask first do not touch me
1: (laughs) you should wear that shirt at all times (laughs) (laughs) but I mean also like where was she in the ensuing months like she tells her family she's pregnant then she vanishes for a couple months comes home with a baby and it's like where did she go and
0: they're like oh congrats on the baby
1: yeah So, Cassandra is Anne's sister. I love Cassandra. In fact, I love Anne's whole family.
0: Yeah, they say things that I very much agree with and subscribe to.
1: It's crazy, too, because you're like, we're meeting the family of the kidnapper. You expect them to be awful, terrible people. They're fucking not. They're great.
0: Well, they're a huge family. They love family. And they also are all about chosen family. So, I love all this shit. I'm all about the chosen family.
1: We do get some hard facts here Uh because we're learning about the kidnapping. And they say that, like, apparently infant abductions are relatively rare, fewer than 300. Happened between 1983 and 2010, which Three, is that's 300 abductions. 300 too many. That is, th- I mean, that is. I, I mean, thank God it's not 3,000. But that's. But the thing, oh my God! The number was kind of like okay,
0: so this sucks. But right. it, in my mind, it was going to be so much bigger. Yes, I right? agree.
1: I agree. I mean, I guess we like I guess I'm I guess in most hospitals the security cameras are on. And by like 2010, you know, like yeah. once you hear
0: about this, I guess hopefully moves would be made.
1: That is like a widespread. Like that's a big spread. It's a long right? time, yeah. But we learned that like the FBI or whoever is able to profile the person who does these kinds of right. infant abductions and they say that overwhelmingly the abductor is a woman, maybe a woman who has miscarried, who has lost
5: a baby. These cases are more often driven by the psychological need to keep a particular man in life, keep a relationship alive, than it is for the, the baby per se. So it is a, it's a very manipulative tool, uh, that these
0: women use. It's a manipulative tool. And I'm like, oh fuck. So this is what we're learning. Like right. Anne's not here to tell us this, but what we're learning is that Anne was trying to keep a guy named Derek Nance, who was a local drug dealer. And that's that's the relationship that she was trying to keep together.
1: And she would later tell the FBI that she wanted to have his baby, but she had several miscarriages. Right.
0: Which I know how traumatizing that could be secondhand. Of but course. But I'm yeah. just, you know, that I, I I don't know if that's the only thing that led her to this horrifying fucking decision. But like
1: I mean, because again like she seems like she comes from a good family like not that that matters like all serial killers you know come yes. from families they
0: do seem like a family that would ask some questions though yeah so I, what happened was Anne goes into New York City 60 miles away ste- like
1: hangs out there for a couple months steals Carlina I just want I just want more Was she working at a diner how is she living know, where is she, she is getting her money from did her family know or is her family giving her money like yeah, and I is, need more on that backstory. is
0: Derek based in New York her right. ex the drug dealer or was he in Connecticut like I don't know where again like yeah you're right what was she doing and where and was she how saying? was she living and right but what happens is she goes and steals Carlina names her Nedra and they call her Nettie and then brings her home to the Petway family and the Petway family again they are enormous they're
1: always, always throwing parties. Can we talk about the Petway family of East Bridgeport, Connecticut? Uh, they're all over the east side. Uh, we meet all the cousins. They're all here. They're like, the family was so large that you could walk down the street and see 20 of your family members. Yeah, is very. That, is that amazing or is that awful? I, I don't know what
0: describe. it is. As someone who <laughs> prefers a small family.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It reminded me of like Adnan talking about how like, even though they weren't all like related by blood, like the aunties. Sure. Like the community that like you would go out the, the aunties are always telling on you. And
0: they were also so like just a lot Very social Lots of parties Lots of cookouts Reunions Family yeah. gatherings Like any excuse To get everybody together And celebrate And love each other it I think it's very like sweet It sounds
1: like my kind of people I, I, I seem a little bit like Nettie Who's Carlina Like the kidnapped yeah, one yeah. Because her name In this family is Nettie Her real name is Carlina But she says like Growing up in this family Was great And I was like an entertainer But there was another side To her as well
3: She always liked to Be to herself sometimes
2: to this day, she's
3: still quiet into herself.
2: That quiet
1: girl found her own outlet. At the age of 10, she began writing poems she loved to like just be with her mom and like write poetry Yeah, but everyone in this family like just loved her she fits right in Right, she's one of the gang and
0: something to note here they don't say it but Derek Lance the guy that she allegedly like did this all for is not here
1: right and like and he's not mentioned again and like did she grow up believing that at one point she does say like I never thought I looked like my dad so she must have been brought up believing he was her dad sure I just don't
0: know I don't think he's very present like he's just never mentioned again like was he at the family reunions. It doesn't right. sound like it. Yeah. So Anne, the abductor, is outspoken, loving, and everyone's like, look, anything Nedra, Carlina, needed or wanted, she got. Like, Anne was super, super strict, but she was a very good and present
1: mother. Is she, Carlina, yeah. who, like, living as Nettie is her name in this family, yeah. she says, I hate this. I hate it, She too. said, you don't ask questions. If someone told you what to do, you just did it. Whether you were an it, adult. An aunt or an uncle. of an adult, you just yeah. don't question an adult. Yeah, and I that, didn't like it. Uh, I don't like that at all. I don't like that it. Just, either. Mm, I don't like that, that is a
0: very like old school, antiquated way of doing things. I did yes. I didn't grow up like that, no. but like hearing that as this cut and dry rule is like terrifying but also says the child abductor you know what I mean who like posed to another teenage girl and told her what to do yeah
1: but we also learn about Anne the abductor that like despite what everyone says about her being a great mother she was also in trouble with the law a lot so she was arrested in 91, 93, and 97 on drug possession charges and larceny
0: and the thing about that is that Carlina Nettie but Carlina it's the Carlina White story Right. she was always Kept in the dark about this, and the kids always were so, like, they never had any idea, and which so, is
1: good. I don't think that, like, they need to be told what's happening,
0: fine. But, like, Carlina was always staying at her grandmother's house for an extended period of time.
1: Nettie did shuttle back
2: and forth to Ann's mother's home, although she was given a different reason for the moves.
4: I still want my grandmother when I attended school because I was gone based on her address i going to school in a better district, so I still want her. She was told that it
0: was because they were, like, lying about her address so she can go to the better school. But, but the kids were always, like, if someone was in trouble or, or, like, they would always be sort of, like, shipped off to the grandmother's house. And it
1: seems like the grandmother's house is a place of stability in this yeah. family. So it seems like the kids felt really safe there. And I was also always of. at my grandmother's house when yeah. I was a kid. Yeah. That's, like, da- a thing that happens. If Daisy could move in with her grandparents, she absolutely <laughs> like, would. <laughs> I was always at both of them. Yeah. We're being told that, like, all through her childhood—remember, this is an abducted, kidnapped right. kid— and all through her childhood, nobody in the family questioned her parentage at all. Right. Like, one of her cousins is here to be like, I mean, she looked a little different, but we all looked a little yeah, different. Yeah, who cares? And this is where Carlina says, like, if anything, I thought maybe I wasn't my dad's, but yeah. I always thought I looked like my mom. Yeah, and they're also like, DNA, shmianae, who
0: cares? Yeah. Chosen family
1: all the way. And that wasn't a thing back like, then. Like, who know I mean? Yeah, yeah. But, but
0: just the idea of, like, are you my blood family? Fuck right. that. If you yeah. were family, you were family. And, yeah. like, if you, know, if you know, you know. But you this know what is I mean?
1: also, like, what you were saying earlier about them being the kind of family that asks questions. I would hope that if they had any, like, thought that she had kidnapped a baby, somebody would have said something.
0: I don't think anyone would even consider that as a thing. Maybe at the most, I could see any family saying like, well, maybe that's not the mom or maybe that's not Uh the dad. But like, I don't think anyone is going to, you know where she probably was for those four months? (laughs) Figuring out how to
1: kidnap a baby. Because it
0: is so insane. I really
1: don't think anyone would go there. And the thing about it, and hopefully we'll get into it later, like it's also the cruelest thing you can do. Because it affects so many people. I mean, it is like to steal a baby from a... Like, it is such, it is so, so cruel. I know
0: meanwhile in Harlem Joe and Carl like don't know how to live because they're trying to deal with this right they must be nervous wrecks all the time I I can't imagine they also
1: broke up and are going their own ways but like they're staying like in contact over all of this right Joy is getting like the crazy phone calls of people saying that they think that they saw Carlina who does this
0: I mean just that's also fucking cruel to like make prank phone calls to the people who are going through the worst thing
1: I guess we can we can like try to see the best and hope that they were serious but like oh my god and you know of course joy talking about like it's something that you can't
3: explain when you have a missing child but it always stayed with me she was always on my mind I always wondered where she was at I would get on trains and I would just look at girls and I would think that maybe that's her
1: Every kid that she sees, she thinks, like, of course you're going to wonder. How
0: are you not, like, uh, of course. So, Joy and Carl sue the hospital for negligence. Yes. Obviously, right? Their argument is, like, they basically set the scene for a baby to be abducted. There
1: doesn't need to be an argument. The kid was stolen from the fucking hospital. So, in
0: 1992... They win a settlement of 750000 dollars
1: I don't understand how they don't own that hospital. I don't either. So in today's money, that would be $1.6 million. Not, Not nearly more money than it's like more money than it sounded like to me at the time. But $1.6 million for your baby. No. Like they should own the hospital. Yeah. Not that anybody wants to own a hospital. Jesus. Gosh. <laughs> Can you imagine? No. <laughs> Mr. No. Hines, your hospital is ready no. on second thought. But I feel like if you
0: have that. Money. You just hire the best people to do yes. the best work, and then you don't have to worry about it. And yes. then you have like a check-in meeting every uh-huh. however much, and be like, everyone's still on their shit. There's <laughs> no way anyone can get stolen or killed oh by some God. fucking great. Okay, we're on it. But George so, says, and, and like, have you cured cancer yet? And are we on that? Because I, I want us to do it all. <laughs> that's what I want where are we with
1: AIDS is that cured yet is that nope. cured yet All no right.
0: okay so what do we doing Sam, you're gonna have to work through the weekend on yeah. that thank you and also I don't want a single kid walking out of here I know.
3: or being so much,
1: carried or, out of here your... or
0: being killed or oh like my god. the shit that goes on in hospitals oh my god I know. so they tell us
3: they put
2: some of it aside for Carlina
3: we had that hope. Our daughter was coming back. So and that's why me and Joy decided to start the trust fund.
2: So if she was to be found by 21
3: years old, she would have it.
0: If she was found by the time she was 21, she could have that money that was just
1: a portion of the $750,000. Yeah. Now, I just want to point out here, I was thinking about this because eventually we're going to find out that money's all spent. Yes. But like Carl went on and had other kids. So did Joy. Joy was 16 years old. And I'm telling you, if something were to happen to Daisy, I will never leave my house again. So like it sounds like I at some point it's going to be painted that they were selfish maybe for spending some... How do you ever get up and go to a job again when your kid was stolen out of the hospital? Of course that money was spent.
0: Right, and part of it is like, yes, obviously, I'm going to try to say this in a way that makes sense. You always understand me, though, so maybe... Oh, I have no help here No, 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 but like (laughs) it's also, it's not just the act of stealing the baby, which is a major part of it, but that money is for, again, like well, their whole lives are ruined now, and like you said, they can't... You can never work again. They can't go to a real job. Like, their lives that were I just stopped but destroyed and turned upside down yes. so that money is so that they can fucking exists exactly. and survive. Forever. Like that's what it's there for, right? 100%. Like or at least part of it. Yeah. So eventually the case goes cold, but not for everybody. No. Because Joy is keeping the case alive. And so does the Center for Missing and Exploited Children.
1: Yeah. Which is great. Like that's what Ernie is here as a representative of. Ernie, Thank the Lord. Ernie
0: also tells us, you know how I say whenever we have cases like this, I'm yeah. like, please just ho- I hope that they're living in some gorgeous 10-story house in Malibu. That Madeline McCann like, is like it's out there. She's just fucking living her yeah. life. Like that's what I need to believe. And Ernie's like, you're not 100% wrong. Yes. Because he says,
2: like... The experts there know that infant abductors usually take good care of their captives. We were convinced from day one that
5: Carlina White was out there somewhere. No doubt with a different name. No doubt with no recollection or any inkling that
1: she, in fact, was a missing child. Ernie's going to say him a bunch of times, we always thought Carlina was out there yeah. and that she was like doing well. Right. You know.
0: So they do the age progression thing. They they make an age progression yeah. photo to get an updated photo of Carlina by using like photos of family members and DNA and trying to just like make her the most realistic, I don't know, 16-year-old they yes. can make her.
1: And we see it in progress. There's like some middle-aged white guy who's like d- making the photo, and he's like, This is a photo of Carlina's half-sister. The mom said that Carlina looked just like her half-sister when she was born. And he goes, Can't argue with mom on that one. I you know. Really sweet. It's pretty.
0: Amazing. These are
1: the people doing the good work. Like, if you're working for the Centers for Missing and Exploited Children, like, you actually give a shit.
0: Yeah. Well, unless you're someone who Carlina speaks to later, but we'll get right.
1: to that in a minute. <laughs> I mean, there's a bad apple in every bunch. I, I guess.
0: Well, that <laughs> means the bad apple spoils the bunch. How I, many times <laughs> do I have to say it? Get rid of them. Do we have to run all of it? Get rid of I them. I know. So it's 2005, and Carlina, or Nettie as she's called um, now, gets pregnant, and she's 16 years old. So,
1: yeah, we're back with Nettie, Carlina, with her story.
0: Right. And so she's 16, she gets pregnant.
2: She had
1: a serious boyfriend at the time and was
2: excited about having a baby. The only problem was she didn't have health insurance. She asked for help from the woman she had always called mom, Ann Petway.
0: She asks Anne, who she thinks is her mom, for her social security card and her birth certificate. Like, she's trying to, like, get the job done, get prepared for this baby. She's got work to
1: do. I was thinking about this, too, that, like, I don't know what Carlina's life was like up to that point. But, like, when I was 14, I got my first job. And you have to have a social security card and a birth certificate. Yeah,
0: working papers. To to get your papers.
1: And so, like, I guess Carlina had never needed this stuff until now. Right. And if you're Anne the abductor, you must have known this day was coming sometime. Well, my my
0: thing is, what was the fucking
2: plan,
1: What's the plan, plan? like...
0: Because, again, and also, like, she can only... Let's just say she got a job at... Because their family's enormous. Yeah. So maybe, like, someone gave her a job and it was a little sure. under the table. And yeah. that's fine, but, like, that cannot last forever, forever. no. Because you're also, like, taking so much of her life away. She's got to go out and, like, be a human and explore. You know what I'm of saying? Of course. Like, so I, ha- I don't know... Like, is it worth it, Anne, to just, like, steal this baby and then live in fear that, like, exactly what's about to life. happen happens?
1: Because Carlina's, like, my mom said that she would take care of it, and then she goes— She was like, ah, oh, just but, give me a few days. But then she goes, but I started getting impatient. Right. Because Carlina's like, needs prenatal care. Like, that's what she needs here, so she needs insurance for that. But
0: I'm sure, like, how many times do you think it must have happened where Carlina asked her mother for of something— course. —and it either took forever or it never happened, yeah. where Carlina was just like, no, whatever, you don't need that, or there was a workaround. Like, that must be— be exhausting.
1: And, and, like, again, something was always going to happen. What was the plan, Anne? They say that Carlina just, like, started snooping around her mom and the abductor's papers. Yeah. And so she found something that looked like a birth certificate, and she brings it down to the office to apply for insurance.
4: They told me to take the paper and leave out the office before I get arrested. And I just looked at the lady, like, I'm just trying to get, you know, prenatal care. I need to go to the doctor I'm pregnant. And she's like, Well, this is fraud.
1: Carlina says she looked at the lady and was like, I'm just trying to get some prenatal care. What are you talking about? What is going
4: on? And again, like,
0: what and also, Anne, what were you doing in those, like, give me a couple days when Carlina's like, I need my shit mom so I can take care of this baby and, like, get prenatal care. And, like, Anne, what were you doing in those four days? But
1: also, the fact that she got this far, like, when you register your kid for school, don't you need these papers? Right, and then
0: it's like, but why was she going back and forth from different schools all the time? Uh Like, that must have been part of it.
1: Right. And right? did people really not know? You know what I mean? Like they just no don't one know do them? anyway. She just like the lady says, Well, you can't use this. This is fraud.
0: Right. The lady at the insurance place. Yes.
1: And like that's when so like in front of Carlina, the clerk calls and the abductor, and she's like, What's going on here, Anne? Yeah.
0: Right. Again, because I'm sure like you know, Cheryl at the front desk would get in trouble for not reporting this. Right,
1: and she's just trying to help Carlina who clearly needs prenatal care. Oh, right, I was like
0: trying to do the right thing oh, my. here.
1: But like then Anne wastes no time spilling all the tea.
0: She Well, kind of. <laughs> so she lies to her because she says to Carlina yeah. who she's calling Nedra, she like I'm so sorry. She comes home Yeah. Yeah, and she's like crying with the fucking crocodile tears in the waterworks. Yeah. But she's like,
1: no, no, I want no. you had five minutes alone in a room with Anne. I just
0: have some questions. <laughs> I also would, like, never get in a fucking physical fight with someone <laughs> I unless I was protecting myself. And let me tell you, that yeah. happened to me not too long ago where I had to fucking shove a guy and I yeah. almost punched him in the face. Yes. I've punched someone in the face because they, because whatever. <laughs> But I would never like you. We have sort of this bit where it's like, yeah, just get me in a room with them. I, know. I would do nothing. I, I know. Like I would just be like, Anne, what was your fucking plan? Meanwhile, what are you I thinking? would
1: crack a chair over someone's head if I had to. No, you wouldn't.
0: Maybe I would. The image of me picking let's up a chair. Let's hope it never happens. Like, let's <laughs> hope we never get.
1: Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Quite a workout,
1: Patrick. What did you do? I cracked a chair over Ooh, his head. What they do? Nothing.
4: They deserve very Okay. But she's
0: lying to Carlina
4: and saying, I'm sorry. Um, I wish I could have told you. You know, she was like, your mom just left you there. She just left you there and she never came back. I'm like, what? She just basically told me that she wasn't my mom, that someone left me and she took me in and basically took care of me.
0: I saved you out of the goodness of my heart, and it's like, right? But what were you doing milling around the baby ward?
4: I know. But like,
0: your story doesn't make any sense. Well, and
4: this
1: is just also where I have more questions. It's like, well, what do you mean by that? Like, was this a? Are you trying to tell her it was a proper adoption, or you like took the baby found her on the street without telling anyone? But then you came
0: home and lied to your entire family. So now, does the family know? Well, now the family learns the truth. Yeah, and they say like to me, where I'm like, oh, you're speaking my language, but no one's holding Anne accountable. So what they say is like, look, we learn the truth. Carlina didn't do anything wrong or Nettie didn't do anything wrong. DNA doesn't matter like chosen family. We still love her.
1: And also if I'm following what they're saying here by the truth you mean the story that she told Carlina which is I saved this baby. She was abandoned. That's what it seems like to me because if they were like no we learned that she kidnapped this baby from a parent who loved her and the family is standing by her then the family is trash. But I don't think that's what's happening. But that's
0: not clear right? because we know the truth and like the story we hear is that Anne lied and So, yes, like, that's how it should be, right? Like, family is family and no matter what way and chosen family and whatever. And, like, I'm all about that. Like, of course it shouldn't change anything. But at the same time, like, I'm not hearing any accountability for Anne. I'm not hearing anyone at the family reunion say, hey, Anne, we got some fucking questions for you. Well,
1: DCFS gets involved, the Department of Children and Family Services, and they open a case and they're like... There's not really anything to go on for them to research because Anne is insisting that Carlina was born in Connecticut. There's no record of her birth.
0: And she's not giving her any information. She's also, she's not just lying. Like sometimes she'll be lying, but sometimes she'll just be withholding things. Right. Which is like, what the fuck,
2: Anne? DCF took DNA samples and confirmed that Anne wasn't the mother. But they said they couldn't help Nedra find out who was.
4: I was like, can you take my blood at least to match it up with someone that's out there? They was like, that's TV stuff.
2: That's TV stuff and that's not
1: how it works.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so they tell Carlina that, but they, but the thing is they do tell Carlina, of course, you know, like Anne is not your birth mother, yes. but they also don't help her try to find her birth mother. So they drop this bomb on her and then like leave her with zero resources and then turn their backs on her.
1: Which then like, she says, she just kind of went through it on her own. Her whole family is like, we were there for her and this was a really hard time. But like, she says to us, Carlina says there were no answers. Yeah. There didn't seem to be any way to get answers. And like, she's pregnant a daughter of her own she's yes. gotta take care of and she's like all there, All I could really do is like put one foot in front of the other and just again like she's living with the lie that she was abandoned right. you know what I mean meanwhile like her family in New York City is like looking for her every day and have been for the last 18 years
0: right because now Carlina's 18 it's 2009 she moves near Atlanta, and she's still very close with Anne and her family.
1: There's, like, another whole Petway clan in Atlanta. Right. So she's moving from one, like, big family neighborhood to another big family neighborhood.
0: Right, and so, like, and she wants to stay close with Anne and her family, because Anne, like, look, like, all the bullshit, according to Carlina, like, whatever, it all happened, but, like, this woman still raised me,
1: so, and like, she, what she supposed to do? And she also saved me. Of you know course, what I mean? Right. Like, that's the story that Carlina has been told and is believing.
0: And now, Carlina has her baby. She loves her. She loves being a mom every Everyone is saying, just like Anne, but everyone says the same exact thing. Like anything her daughter needed, she got, she's very present. She's very involved. We see footage of them like doing homework together. I
1: know it's very sweet. And and, like the daughter just seems like so sweet. But
0: like Carlina looks at her daughter and of course she can't help but think about what happened to her and like, what was I like when I was that age? And like, why did my mom not want me? And like, what's going on?
1: And she starts doing that thing that I would definitely be doing, which is like late at night getting on the Ryan Phillippe underpants machine. Yeah.
0: Also called Google.
1: Also called the internet. (laughs) The internet. And, like, trying to, like, find answers. But she's working with the information that her abductor has given her.
0: And, like, her birthday's wrong.
1: Her birthday's wrong. She's insisting that she was born in Connecticut. She was born in New York. So she's only searching local cases.
0: And so then she's like, she can only do so much by herself, right?
2: But in the fall of 2010, Nedra asked her Aunt Cassandra for help. It was like,
3: you know, I still want to find my mom and see who my family is. And I said, if you want me to help you, I'll help you. I think that was a chapter in her life that she needed to complete in order to move forward with her life.
0: Cassandra is Anne, stupid Anne. Yes, her sister.
1: I love Cassandra. And
0: Cassandra's like, I'm so down for this. Like, <laughs> let's figure it out. If my <laughs> asshole sister isn't going to help yeah. you and like not give you any information, let's do. Let's see what we can do. Yes. So Carlina was only searching like around the Connecticut area because that's what stupid Anne told her.
1: But Anne also, told her she was born in New Haven. It, like she's looking for stories about like an abandoned baby.
0: Right. So eventually, like she's not getting anything, yeah. and she starts to cast a little bit of a wider net. Yes. So eventually, she Google's. And finds her own missing have you seen me poster. And she's like, Have you seen me? I think that
1: this is me. She shows it to Cassandra. She's like, okay, this is the baby photo. Don't you think it looks like me? And Cassandra's like, it does. Except the hair. Too much Cassandra. Hair. <laughs> I
0: know. She was like, I can feel it, except for that hair. That except was for the that hair. the hair threw me off. Yeah. So Netra Carlina calls the Center for Missing and Exploited Children and she speaks to
1: Jordan Wood. And Jordan is here, and I love this story, but what like what Carlina does, she doesn't say, I found. A, a picture of a Carlina White. Yeah. She, like, doesn't reference the, the case that made her call. She just says, like, my mom told me that I was abandoned when I was a baby and right. here are the facts that I have. And, and here's, like, my fake birth certificate. Like, she just tells her the story. Which is so funny because, like, Jordan takes all the information, passes it on to the analysts. Finally, the analysts came up with what they believed was
2: the best match. Carlina White. On January 4th, 2011, a caseworker called Joy White, Carlina's mother. I was at work when he called me and I was like, found my daughter.
0: Now, great. But like (laughs) most documentaries would spend 45 minutes explaining this. This one spends zero minutes. Can we meet in the middle? (laughs) Because they're just like, and suddenly everyone realizes that they're the same person. And I'm like, this is all great. But like, how?
1: I think. Part of that is the fact that there aren't that many cases of abandoned or stolen children in 1987. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, it's probably not that hard to pinpoint. And it's only like
0: 50 miles away. It's yes. not that far. Like, yep. it, it could have worked.
1: And like, it's what Ernie was saying earlier. Like, oh, she's out there and she's thriving. And is it a family that loves her and is taking care of her? Check, check, check. All it's... the things we always knew right. were going to be true for Carlina
0: and the tumultuous relationship that Anne had. Like, yep. it all makes sense. So Jordan Wood calls Joy Carlina's birth mom. Like, this oh is God. the call. She's been waiting for since 1987. Yes, I can't even imagine.
1: No, and, she calls her at work, and, like, oh my god. Yeah. And I
0: guess they're gonna like test DNA to make sure. Like, sure. I guess they go through those those hoops. Yeah, again, it's not explained, All but right. I guess we're just cutting to the chase yeah. here. <laughs>
1: which, we only have 42 minutes. To I know, change. right?
0: So again, like, we can meet in the middle. I, I couldn't um, agree On screen text for 10 more of seconds. the interesting
1: sciencey stuff.
0: So sometimes, but don't, don't go too far. Don't go
1: too far. You know, what? if you're making a series and you think it should be four, make it three. Make it, or you know what two. I mean? Or two, <laughs> make it a quick twofer. You know, it, it and if can you think it's be, two, yeah.
0: make it 42 minutes.
1: When I first started putting our live shows together, I'll never forget this. The first place we ever did a live show was at the Green Room here yes. in New York City. And Daniel, the guy who was running it, I was like, uh, our show's only like an hour and 10 minutes. Is that too short? And he goes, no one, he's like, I've been in this business a long time. No one has ever complained about a show being too short. Yeah, she's right. <laughs> it's true.
0: <laughs> you gotta leave them wanting more, Uh huh. you know? everyone is put in touch. Uh, All the analysts are like, yes, you're all the right people. Like, you know, go forth and be a family now. Yes. So they finally meet up. It's January 2011.
1: And this footage is kind of well known. I've seen this other places where Carlina like flies to meet her mom, Joy, Mm -hmm. and her dad, Carl. And now Joy and Carl are not together anymore, but they're all together as a family. All of Joy's kids and Carl's kids are all like, Joy is like, I wanted to meet at my house and we're all going to cook. And it's like this big family dinner. With
0: like 15 cameras. Yeah. And like, you know, Joy and Carl, or trying to kiss Carlina as she's, like, trying to pass bread down the table. It's
1: very cute. It's
0: ve- But it's also very awkward because yes. to me, and I think that's okay. Like, yeah. it has to be so weird. You don't know each other. Well, like, you're strangers. Also, also,
1: like, you're reconciling the fact that, like, w- w- like the family that raised you that you love did something fucking horrible to right. these people who've been, lo- like, so these are the emotions that are existing within Carlina right. the whole time. And
0: I, I'm i sure that, like, there's a lot of pressure to instantly feel a connection. But yes. I'm sure she's looking at these people like, I don't know you and you don't know me. Yes. And now because there are and these- I have
1: a family that I still feel loyal to. And now
0: there are all these cameras where it's like everyone be in love, everyone yep, love each other, everyone yep, and yep. so I think it's okay yes. for it to feel like yikes, this is yes. uncomfortable, <laughs> like ugh, but like well, like, there's some closure, like we know what happened and well like maybe we can start to form a relationship but that's not happening overnight, no. and so if you're ever in a situation like this, it's okay to feel a little weird well, about it. Well,
1: and because I also feel like nobody prepared the families no. because we're or gonna again, get, anybody. They, like we'll learn later that Carlina is working with the mental health professionals at yeah. the Center for Missing and Exploited Children, and they say that this is really common I just wish somebody had like told the families ahead of time here's a little bit because like it's not apparently uncommon for kids that are snatched at birth to be reunited with their. there's enough research on what happens next Uh that somebody should have prepared these people and nobody did we
0: need like Olivia Benson to come in here and
1: explain it
0: but the thing is so now Anne's family the family of the woman who stole Carlina they're hearing the whole truth on the news. Yes. Like, stupid Ann lied to everybody
1: for years. And so, like, now they're going through a lot of emotions. But also, like, they're not talking about it. They're not. They're not. No one is saying, like, Ann did a really bad thing. All they can say is that, like, she's a really good mother and a really great... And they're saying, like... Everybody was really happy for her. And they told her,
3: you found your family, but will still be your family also.
4: Once I had to reach out, they said that Nothing really changed for them. They still love me the same way. I'm still their cousin. We'll always
1: be a family for Nettie slash Carlina. And that's,
0: that's how it should be. Yes. She didn't do anything wrong. She was yes. 19 days old. Of course. But someone's got to say something bad about Anne I, soon.
1: Because they're talking some shit right now. It's,
0: because it's like, uh, you can say like, wow, yes. this fucked me up. But like, we'll never not... Love Carlina, but also, Anne, what the fuck? Like, that you yeah. can say that. And, like, you can also maybe say, like, she was really going through it. Like, I don't know what you want to say. Like, it's your family, but Jesus Christ, you, you have to hold Anne accountable a little bit.
1: And, you know, Anne does the right thing. She turns herself in.
0: Well, wait, a- no. <laughs>
1: They go to all right. The authorities go to her home in North Carolina, and she's not there because she's on the run. Right?
0: She remember she used to live in Connecticut.
1: (laughs) Then she bailed (laughs) to live. I'm sorry that I let you down by saying one not horrible thing about Anne. What? Then she takes her 13 year old son. I'm like, can we get DNA on the son? Like, what
0: are you talking about? This is the first time I'm hearing about a son. She runs and takes a Uh minor across state Uh lines. Uh
1: Because she's all over the fucking news. Why are you not the president? <laughs> and then, you know what I, I mean? You should it. be running the CIA or something. God. You know all the laws. No, I, okay. I do not.
0: <laughs> I'm wrong all the time.
1: But the, I'm the, leading by emotion. I know. The family says like she wasn't on the run. She was bringing her son back to that again. Yeah. I'm just saying, I'm just I'm just pointing out the facts.
0: Look, sometimes I have trouble sleeping too. And I know. You, whatever I, you got to tell yourself I to go to sleep know. at night is fine. But, but she turns herself in. And they're like, you know, the, it made it seem like she was like some crazy person, but it wasn't like that. And I'm like, okay, but she still did something morally well, reprehensible.
2: And not only that. She gave a statement saying she had caused a lot of pain, but she pled not guilty to the kidnapping charge brought against her pleads not
1: guilty Anne? to the kidnapping charge brought against her. Anne. I know.
2: I know. Anne. What
0: you did, this is I like know. this is literally the definition of kidnapping. Like you stole a child and I lied know. to her for her
1: entire life. Shut up, Anne. But this is where I want everyone to start thinking about Carlina, and nobody does.
0: Everyone's thinking about themselves.
1: Because they say that, like, when the court hearing starts, members of the Petway family are on one side. Carolina White's family are on the other. And, like, we're just, like, we're there watching, and Joy is so angry. She's talking about Ann Petway coming in, acting like she did nothing wrong. She has no remorse. And she's like, I feel sick to my stomach when I see her. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. But somebody should have intervened and said, Like, say those things to your husband. Say those things to your... But don't say those things to Carlina. Carlina knows that woman as her mother and she loves her. But
0: I think you can feel that shit about Anne.
1: Yes. But the problem is it, it feels like the only person she's saying it to is Carlina. Right. And which is putting Carlina on the defensive of her family.
0: Saying like, well, I had a nice time when I was there. Yes. But also like, if the family, if the if the family of the woman who stole Carlina is mad at Carlina's birth parents, that's not okay too because they are victims here.
1: 100%. But, but there's
0: just, everyone's at 100. Right. So like, I feel like Joy, rightfully so, probably doesn't want to know the fun cousins from the reunion. Yes. Like, and she shouldn't have to know them. But it's also, okay. But also,
1: if you're Carlina, you're probably feeling like, well, now is Anne's family, my family, going to turn on me? Right. So, of course, she
4: has to, like, feel protective. And she even says, like... I didn't acknowledge that she was going to go to jail and get taken away, you know, from my brother, and they're separating, and he has to come up without his mom. I'm going to speak from my heart. If I was able to give her another chance, I would. Her servant time is not going to do much.
1: If I had known that, like, finding my birth family was going to put my mother in prison, I never would have done but it. and Anne, it starts with Anne. Because Anne told her a lie. Anne, Anne didn't say, I kidnapped you. She <laughs> said, your birth mother abandoned you. And that's
0: great. Go back one major lie the kidnapping. She <laughs> yeah. kidnapped. Like, it all starts with Anne. I know. And I feel like we're not talking about that enough. But also, thing.
1: Carlina now also feels guilty because she's saying, now, because of what I did, my brother is going to grow up without any parents now, too. Exactly. Exactly. And it's just like, everyone is just yelling at each other and being so angry at the other families. Right. And no one is, like, no one is protecting Carlina. And
0: no one's thinking ahead. I'm not saying Carlina should have. She was, she did the right thing here. Like, she wanted to get to And I hope she got her insurance. Yes. I mean, clearly she did in some way, but
1: like, holy shit. And also, like, Joy, Carlina's birth mother, is saying, I just want them to throw away the key. Put her in prison and throw away the key. The only way she was ever going to be able to have a relationship with Carlina was to be able to... Like, at least forgive Anne in in enough of a way to, like, not have hate in her heart every time she sees Carlina. Well,
0: because Carlina wants the family in her life. And that means, like, everyone else. Like, she loved her cousins. She loved everyone who was there. And she probably wants a relationship with Anne. And Joy's like, absolutely not. Joy's saying. But, like, I don't begrudge Joy that at all. Like, I don't think. Because I would think, like, well, you believed her and now you're defending this person who did this horrible thing and ruined all these lives. if I
1: found out today that my mother kidnapped me... (laughs) And I was reunited with my birth family. I'm not giving up my relationship with my mother. No. You know what I mean? There's I just, no way. I
0: understand the anger as well. i
1: Me too. But I just wish that, like, if the Center for Missing and Exploited Children are going to give us a speech about how they know this always happens, right. why couldn't somebody go with Carlina uh-huh. for the reunion? Yeah. Why couldn't somebody be like, it's great that, that Carlina's seeing the mental health professionals, but why can't, like, why can't we be seeing them all together with the the idea that maybe we can salvage these relationships? Well, yeah.
0: Yeah, well I think two things has to happen. One, that's not an overnight thing. Yeah. And two, everyone has to be on board and you're just not getting that here. So like how what is she supposed to do? It takes a long time to get your wrap your mind
4: around any of it. The anger that they given off is only satisfying them. It's like you doing that not caring about how I'm feeling it just makes me sad because it's like everyone's gonna lose. Right. Everyone's gonna lose. Right. And
0: Anne didn't have a plan.
1: And then like they made a bigger issue of this in like the coming up on that I think was an actual issue because remember that $750,000 and they put some of it away for Carlina if they found her. So by the time Carlina is found that money's all been spent on just like living expenses or whatever.
0: Right. Because I think it's a really like nice flowery thing to say is like we'll save it for her but like then reality hits. Yes. And I'm not saying you don't care about her and you don't want to provide for her when you find her but like bills are due and you're traumatized and can't go to work like come on but everybody. Carlina also
1: says she doesn't care right. so like this was like a, this was a big nothing this is nothing to me. nothing so, you know, we learn as we're getting to the end of this that after that 2011 reunion where they were, like, passing the bread and doing the kisses on the cheeks, that there was, like, very little communication after that because of all the competing feelings about who's going to be in whose life and who's mad at who and who should yeah. go to jail. And, you know, it's just very—Joy says, I feel like I found her, but she's still lost.
0: Yeah. It's like—
1: that's just so awful and this is where we meet Dr. Jeffrey Greif and he's an expert in kids who've been like abducted and then reunited with their families and he just says this is what happens like you know when the kid is returned they're suddenly questioning everything the birth parents want to treat them like the little baby that they lost but they're grown up now and people don't know how to like meet in the middle because
0: you're strangers and like that has to I think there's a lot of pressure that people put on themselves to just like we're back now Uh we have to be the happy family we were gonna be if this didn't happen and also
1: you, you can never talk to that family that raised you and that,
0: that you love and uh, everyone needs a little bit more space to navigate this yeah. you know and, and don't put the pressure on but so it ends with on screen text saying that Anne is awaiting trial but no I googled yes Anne was given 12 years yep. she served 10 and she was released in April 2021
1: yeah, and it just says that Carlina keeps in touch with her birth parents, but is not very close with them.
0: No, but she is still close with the family she grew up with, which um, does not surprise me at all. Why no. should she give up her cousins? She didn't do anything. She
1: they, And I'm curious to know, like, what her relationship is like with Anne. I don't it's know. probably a very, like, you know what I mean? Like I don't know. Who knows? But it just, it's just, it's so sad because... It didn't have to be like it this. I think that,
0: and that's the point, Anne. It didn't have to be like this, Anne. Yeah,
1: totally.
0: Someone made a major <laughs> choice, Anne, and now we're here, Anne.
1: Oh my goodness, fam! We did what's it called? The Carlina White story beyond the headlines. Oh my goodness. Fam, the tour is underway. We're covering the jinx. We're having the time of our lives. July 13th, we're coming to Denver. July 15th, we're coming to Chicago. You can find the rest of the dates on the website at truecrimeobsessed.com. The shows are selling out. It's just yeah. wild. Come what's see going on us. Out there. Come have a nice time. And if you're listening to this the day the episode comes out, tomorrow night, I am taking the traveling book party to Nashville, reading a chapter from my book. It's really sweet. It's really funny. I have a whole slideshow with video of me taking myself very seriously uh, yeah. in high school. It's wild. The Yes. Come and see me, Nashville. Sam, join the Patreon. Yes. Come find me and Jillian if you want more of us. It's over 350 full ad-free bonus episodes.
0: Yeah, and those could be like episodes of things like The Jinx or Making a Murderer yeah. or all that, or they could just be like AMAs where we just like hang out or we give you advice. There's a lot of stuff. And, so,
1: and you get one thing a week. We do a full bonus episode every single week, and you can download those the second you sign up Yeah, and for then five you get like, bucks. You get 350 episodes.
0: Yeah, and then you get like bonus stuff on top of that too. All the time. Wow. That's
1: it. <laughs> what are we doing? doing next girl.
0: Oh boy, everyone pull over. Oh god. The hatchet wielding hitchhiker. Oh we're doing it. I we're was just thinking about it. that kid
1: today actually. Yeah.
0: It's uh, you know, I got notes. Yeah, for sure. I got notes. It's fucking crazy.
1: I got notes all the way around. Like it's Same. it's wild.
0: Yeah, except for Except for what? Me.
1: Except okay. you are perfect. <laughs> no no you. I thought I'd no throw notes. it right back Cut because I always print. say things and you're like, what about me? So I thought I'd throw it right back at you. Alright, fam, we love you so much. We'll see you next we week. We love you. See you later. Alright, bye. Bye. Have you heard about Kai, the hitchhiking hatchet hero? This dude went from this heroic, beautiful person to
5: wanted for murder.
1: An absolute bizarre scene here in West Fresno. A man plows his car into a PG&E worker, pinning him against his truck. Two women are trying to help him. He runs up and he grabs one of them, man. So I ran up behind him with a hatchet. Smash, smash, smash. Most people that are heroes
3: are not homeless people. There was something funny about him, and kind of cute and sweet and innocent.
5: He has such an endearing quality. There's so much charisma.
2: If you're going to glorify someone, you better know who you're glorifying.
5: Kai, the hatchet-wielding hitchhiker, he's been arrested for allegedly taking the life of a man in New Jersey. So
3: bad!
0: I just, I thought of when we said the numbers, I thought of, do you know that very famous scene of Left Eye doing the um, the behind the music where no. she explains how you can be like TLC, like one of the most famous bands ever oh, and still not and make any broke? money? Yeah. And she goes, well, everyone, now let's get ready to do your math. And it is the yeah. most... Yeah. Concise breakdown of the fuckery of the music industry. Yes. However, but when I said do your yeah. math, I just heard left eye. It's such a great, great clip.
1: Whenever I hear about like strict parenting, I'm like, I basically had no parenting. Like it was my mom who was a single mom who like worked a lot. You were also too scared to do anything. I was too
0: scared to do anything. I was like, What did you kid? ever like get in trouble for? Did Nothing. you ever like stay out too late? Nope. Did you ever Never. take I a mean, car when you weren't supposed to? No, no, no,
1: no. Or if I did stay out too late, like my mom knew that I wasn't like doing anything bad, so it was fine. You were just sitting out terrified. I'd be like fuck 30 seconds past the hour I don't think I ever ever got in trouble in my life that is insane I don't think I've ever been in trouble that's impossible I know that makes no sense it's just so weird like I, I live I write it in the book like I just I live, in, live fear in fear of getting fear. in trouble I don't look if I'm watching a talk show and it looks like somebody's gonna yell I have to change the channel or they're gonna shove cocaine up your nose right?
0: yeah. which is I think you live in fear that someone's gonna break into this booth I'm and telling force you me to do cocaine.
1: force you to do drugs I'm a good thanks kid thanks a lot Nancy Reagan
0: The, oh, yikes.